0: Welcome to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. Our guest this week is Max Yuhaz of Dope SEO. How's everybody doing this evening? Doing awesome. How are you doing? Good, good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I love what we were had to have the discussion about how to say your name <laughs> before we started. I'm I, me too.
1: Me too. Yeah, it's it's a gift and a curse. It's a it's a Hungarian telemarketer's nightmare. So I know if (laughs) if I know you, if you if you can pronounce it, Um, I feel bad for my kids though because I've gone to every award ceremony for them. It was very. It was it was almost like it was almost like flashbacks of childhood. Where the and for this award of yeah and yeah.
2: I can kind of relate. My last name is Grisolia. Oh Which yeah, is Italian. So, and I've heard every rendition possible known to man, from granola bar to Grease Monkey to Grizzly Bear, to you name it, I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can relate. The Whoa.
0: sad thing is, is literally this week I was having this discu- this very discussion because my last name is Williams, and I had I had a customer service representative that like, how do you spell your last name? And it was like, w- w- Williams, and I was like. This is like the third, fourth most common name like on this planet almost, and you wow. somehow can't, can't get this. What the? F- wow. <laughs> happened in the military a couple times too. It's like, how did you mess this up?
1: Well, I mean, you know, some people
0: want to pronounce their name a little
1: different. You know,
0: you could you could have been
1: Wild while I Ams or, or something else. I'm I'm not sure. You know, so the fact that they asked, I guess they're just taking it into consideration. Yeah. Who Maybe knows? I-
0: that, that could be it. <laughs> so tell us about yourself, Max. Like, how'd you get into, how'd you get into the cannabis industry? Oh,
1: I mean, who doesn't love the cannabis industry? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, like I, I grew up on the East coast, um, way before it was ever, you know, looked good upon. Um, no, it's just essentially like I got into, so I have a history of, of with, with cannabis, um, just growing up in, in New Jersey and New York, uh, got out basically short, short version of this is that I, I got into digital marketing, um, started doing some work for some large, uh, hemp, you know, some really plain, uh, hemp companies back in 2018 when, uh, when, when, the, when the, when, you know, when, when it, it all went good to go and we took them and, and grew the company and did a lot of work for them. And they sold the company and I didn't get a piece uh, even though we took them from like oh, wow. 600,000 of like 4.2 million. And then they oh. brought, yeah. So oh. yeah. So like when, and that's the thing, it's like, this is a very restricted, you know, area, you know, this, is, this isn't like home services. This isn't like, you know, plumbing, this isn't like doing marketing for anything else out there. This is, this is probably one of the most restricted, you know, digital marketing platforms you well, could yeah. ever, you could ever, yeah, you're market.
0: very, you're very limited. Like I'm in a class right now where the professor talks about like things called like lead hub or something like that. And literally they, they do, like you said, home, home services, right. Like, air conditioning. It's easy right. to for me. I'm like, that's easy to market. You can buy advertising for that. You can buy right. Google keywords.
1: Right, right. You can, you can put it. I mean, and this is the thing, like we, we deal with national clients. So we were just doing a, a thing in Mississippi and I guess Mississippi, it's actually illegal to put up billboards and advertise period, you know, so um, so each state's a little different. Obviously, we're talking about Texas here and Texas is. I don't know, we we don't have a lot of clients here in Texas, to be be honest, like most of ours are on, on, on either coast or in different states. But um, yeah, I mean, we we basically helped grow a few companies from you know a couple hundred thousand a year in online sales to a few million a year in online sales, and um, you know just kind of like the behind the scenes operators, we we did the job, we did the work, we got you know paid for it, we got no credit for it, and when they and and basically, I mean, you you've seen the trends, you know, if you've gone to any trade show or seen the rebranding of a lot of these brands, you know that. Some people are in it to flip, you know, some people are in it to keep it for long-term and other people just come in and they get burned out. And somebody says, Hey, I'll offer you a few million dollars for your brand. And they're like, done, you know, and then Mm -hmm. it's like, you get a really nice, thank you. Pat on the back. Great job. Um, And then you're like, Oh, how do I replace that revenue? So uh, beginning of this year, end of last year, right around this time last year, I was just like, I, I had sort of like a mental thing. It was like post COVID, coming out of it. I was like, I need to do something that's going to make me happy again. Cause I'm tired of, you know, I've I put on like probably 80 pounds just working from home and not leaving and not doing anything and whatever. And I was like, I need to do something that's going to make me happy. And I was like, where are my best clients? And I was like, my best clients are in cannabis. And then I started doing some research and I was like, you know what, why don't we just go all in on this and, and just go for it. So that's essentially what we did. It was, it was basically like I fired half of my, half of my, you know, my regular clients, um, and just went all in on on cannabis marketing, uh, you know, and that that includes CBD, that includes D8, that includes D9, that includes derivatives, THC, you know, HHC, all all the other stuff. And um, I mean, we've we've seen a thirteen hundred percent growth this year from our business alone, uh, just in marketing. And I mean, it, yeah that's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I was able to speak at a bunch of different events. I was, I was speaking at the cannabis marketing summit up in Denver, uh, in June, I we was speaking at KushCon, um, down in Tampa earlier this year. And I think
0: mm-hmm. I, I ran it to you guys at the, the A&M. Yeah. I met uh, you at the, the A&M summit.
1: Yeah. At the A&M summit. So, um, the fact is, is that like, I, you know, most digital marketing people aren't really good talking to people or present or like even, you know, making it sound like it's human, you know, cause I've, I've talked to some people like, Oh, it's digital marketing. Good. And I'm just like, dude, it's, you're dealing with cannabis. Like, and you actually have to be able to talk to cannabis people, not like, hi, let me talk to you about your keywords and your SEO optimization and unpaid stuff. Like, you know, like, no, so actually I like talking about it. I have a passion for marketing. I have a passion for, you know, helping small businesses grow. Um, you know, I'm still one of these guys that refuse, I would rather not eat than shop at Walmart. Um, so like I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> I right, start
2: that, with you on that one
1: it's like I don't care where I'm at like I'm like dude I would rather not get what I need than to go support another like big box store I'd rather support small businesses local growers local owners local you know family-run businesses or smaller operations um, than like go and, and work for you know big corporate stuff so you know half, half of our clients are are legit, like just small businesses, like small, small farms, small growers, small edibles companies, um, you know, some nonprofits, a few, uh, we're working with a couple like chamber groups, um, you know, some that are actually trying to push for like the the legalization within their state or like helping to get the laws written for their state. So it's it's good. It's, it's weird because we're in Texas and like, obviously Texas isn't really like a very cannabis friendly state. Yeah, so it does bad. it does give me the benefit of traveling a whole lot. Um, you know, and, and getting out of state and going to different coasts and meeting people and, and doing all that other stuff, but at the same time, it's like, you know, every couple of weeks or so I'm back here for a couple of weeks and then I'm back on the road again, uh, doing whatever we got to do. And then when the when the thing at AM happened, I was like, Oh, I can actually drive to this and I don't need to like book a flight bookie, like I only need to book a hotel. Like yeah. I actually drive and like I don't need to plan all this other stuff, and I was like, Oh. Definitely go down there for that. That sounds awesome. So,
0: quite, It was quite the experience. I was actually surprised at how well the summit was set up. And yeah. How, I'm trying to think how to say that. I don't want to make it sound like a, a bunch of summits are set up poorly, but it was, it was something I actually wanted to sit and listen to for once. Yeah. And I actually so, wanted to hear what people had to say, where usually most conventions I go to, I want to see the booths more than the speakers.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I felt like the dumbest, smartest person in that room. Um, you know, when they started talking about cloning and the genetics of everything, I was like, I, I, I dropped out of college three times. <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I'm like, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't built for, for formal education, but man, you, and then, and then I was, you know, and then you get up and start talking marketing. It's like, listen, guys, like you guys are all really smart, but you got to learn how to sell this stuff. Cause it's really all that matters. Like you could have the greatest strain in the entire world. You could have the coolest grow in the entire world. If nobody knows about it, nobody's getting involved in it or buying it or supporting it or doing anything else. And that's basically where we come in. You know, and that's what made
0: me happy being there is like watching you on the panel and you and, uh, was it Reagan and Mm -hmm. Shada and Mm -hmm. it was just something I was like, Oh, these are people I I can actually speak these terms to and they're going to understand what I'm talking about when I say, when I talk about, Hey, you guys, you learn how to market your products.
1: Yeah. 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 No. It, and it's, and it's funny too. Cause I, I think what happens, I don't know. I just, I, I run in a lot of circles and i you know, you, you get in this industry and it's a big, small industry and everybody starts to know everybody else. And it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing with like digital marketing people. You've got your SEO bubble of like marketers who only talk to other marketers and SEO people that only talk to other SEO people. Then you've got your scientists and your geneticists and your manufacturers that only stay in that bubble. And, um, you know, we, we can kind of dance with a little bit of both. And I mean, I may my eyes may glaze over a bit when you start going into like the finer details and then I'll just have to like bring the conversation back to the point. It's like, okay, cool. So what is the goal? How do you want to sell this? And who do you want to market it to? And that's at anything else. Cause other than that, I'm like, dude, nobody wants to sit through a four hour diatribe on how you did this unless they're really, really interested. I know you're passionate about this, but the fact is, is that like most people aren't going to sit through a four hour sales pitch on how you actually figured out the formula of anything.
0: They Um, don't even want to sit through a 15 minute.
1: No yeah, tribe no, of,
0: of, of of just jargon that's just engineering jargon.
1: Right. So it's essentially like, what is it, how does it help me and, you know, where can I buy it? Like, and if you can figure that out, if you can figure out your elevator pitch for your product uh, and get people, get eyes on it, then, you
2: know, then you'll start generating revenue.
0: Chris, what and, you got on your mind?
2: I'm just, I, I knew this was going to be a good conversation with what you're <laughs> studying in school and what he's talking about with SEO and all that good stuff. I mean, I'm learning. I'm just here to learn. <laughs> yeah. Well that's all it, I mean, that's all it is. I mean the, the, the thing with this with this industry
1: is, is like and it and it's funny because you get you get so many people that you know they're like social media, you know, like social media and everybody's social media account is eventually going to get shut down because anything cannabis related goes against terms of service you know but at the same time it's like if you think about how you shop you know i think i was talking about this i was like how do you shop do you go on your phone you go such and such near me like or, or like hey food near me or you know whatever like yeah you don't you don't go to social media but like hey where can i buy the best whatever you know you just go to google and you read reviews yeah you know when when you go I mean, it's we just we just went through the the. I'm on team no sleep, no days off, by the way, because we three quarter like half of three quarters of our clients are like e-com clients. And Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Monday, this whole week is just this The whole past two weeks has just been insane with um, updates and sales and sites crashing and blowing up servers and getting them back up and people going in at three o'clock adding coupon codes and then breaking their website. And then we're getting messages because. Their stuff doesn't work, so um,
0: <laughs> it's always three o'clock in the morning. You're trying, that, to figure out, you're trying to figure out who, where the servers at, who's hosting it. Yeah, do they have know, do they have round ju- the clock customer we, service? We
1: usually get access to all of that first, but at the same time it's like, dude, you're on a cruise, you're on vacation. Why are you doing this from the cruise ship trying to add code to your website to push out some weird coupon code? Do like this before you leave, just, just just like randomly, like sporadically, like, Hey, we're going to do this. And it's like, I think we should add an extra discount code to the website not tell anybody about it. That's managing the website. It's like, and then even and then, I
2: know that's a mistake.
1: Yeah. And then freaking out because you're like, everybody's mad. The coupon goes, I was like, what coupon code? We did not discuss this. Um, Oh, I just added it. It's like, great. That's, that's really smart. Like, yeah. But, you know, this is this is part of the gig. This is part of the part of the game. Um, I mean, what are you going to do? Right. You can't really do anything about it. But uh, I think I totally went off subject. What the what
2: were we talking about? So, so you do all of that aspect too. you do the the, the website management and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. So we were talking about social. So in regards to this, from a marketing standpoint, from cannabis, like the thing, with you know, the thing with marketing cannabis is, is like what's cool with Texas is. Is that you've still got your your good selection of like local CBD shops, D8 shops, you know, quote unquote like head shops that, that are that aren't really head shops, but you know, they're legal head shops. Um, you know, they, they did a I live here in Frisco and they were doing the Oktoberfest thing, and one of the guys here that's I forget the name of the brand, but he was he was out here like lighting up D8 joints on the street. He was like, I'm smoking legal kind of. I was like, Look at you, you're doing it. Um, he's like, This is great. I'm just smoking legal cannabis on the street. I was like, that's awesome, dude. Um, but anyway, so the thing with, with, yeah, you know, um, but also like go vote and I don't understand why Texas isn't legal yet. Just that's a whole other conversation we can have. No doubt. Yeah. That's a whole other, because like, why not? You're losing how many millions of dollars every week because people are just driving to the border and, and supporting other States. Um, you know and I think A&M proved that it can grow here so uh that's a whole other conversation but um but yeah I mean I I think with what we're doing here is like you gotta you gotta market to the local businesses you know otherwise like you're just people are just shopping online so for the companies that are that are doing it locally like you know build some sort of local it's not like you can get away with a lot of stuff with with your local business here and, and getting people to your local business I hear music should I shut up
0: that's a good way of putting it. Right? <laughs> it's the first guest I've ever had and said, like, "I guess I'll shut up." <laughs> yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> I just I hear music and it's it's like like closing. It's closing. Like, it. yeah, I'm not going to do it. But I was like, okay, this is the pause. Well, it is time for our sponsor break here at the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host Jesse Williams. I'm joined by co-host Gramps this week. Our guest is Max Yuhas of DopeSEO.com. We will be right back after our sponsor messages.
3: Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas, a full service cannabis solution that is doctor owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas from traditional CBD products to emerging hemp derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of. Their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information.
1: Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, the official podcast of Texas Cannabis Collective. Distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more, to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams and Gramps.
0: Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. This week, our guest is Max Yuhas of DopeSEO.com, cannabis marketing solutions. Right Quite on. the discussion we've been having about SEO and digital marketing, and bridging the divide between agricultural lingo and technical lingo and internet lingo.
1: Yeah, I got to say, I really like the in between, like the the, the sponsorship stuff. The ads are good. I, I thank don't... you. I, I I would really want to know where the addresses are for some of these companies, though. They should probably drop it in there.
0: I will I will put that in. Uh, I'm, Good pointer. Thank yeah, because I realize. Uh, yeah, I've put both of these together, and I'm like, I thought about that, the addresses, and was like, a lot of this seems to be people are doing. It would be, they want the products to be found online. Right. It's, it doesn't hurt to put their physical address, though. It I mean, does it. I
1: mean, if you've got a physical location, you know, it, it helps. It helps with searches and stuff. And
2: Drive actually has two now.
1: Yeah. So. so, you know, depending on where they're at. I mean, I don't even know what, what the medical pot here in Texas is even like. But uh, I feel like, you know, a little walk in, a little hey, 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 hi, you know, might be cool. Um, but why not? You know, Well, you know,
2: that's the thing about Thrive. They, they're they a full, full-blown CBD store. They've got all the, the Delta 8 merch and the mm-hmm. Delta 9 hemp drive, right? Uh, but as far as the, the Texas teacup program, I mean, uh, after the last expansion in 2021, where they increased the percentage, and, of course, that's the hokey part. Everybody gets that wrong, and they think, oh, it's only, only 1%. Mm. Uh, it's by dry weight, so... They actually can produce the the, the the two producers here in Texas for the teacup program actually do produce equivalent edibles and tinctures and, and drinks as any other state in the United States at this point. Really? Uh, but they still there's still no inhalable products, there's still no flour or none of that.
1: Right. But still, like this is the first time I I'm, I'm even hearing the
2: you're not the first one yeah. to tell us yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. And that, and I think that, that just goes to, you know, for one, it, it's, it's essentially like there needs to be, uh, you guys just want to talk marketing. Let's talk marketing. So, um, sure. Yeah. I, I, that's what you're yeah. here for. All right, cool. So, so I, I feel like when it comes to Texas, when it comes to cannabis, like there's a lot of misinformation, um, and there's not a lot of good information being shared out there. Um, because this is the first time I'm hearing that, you know, from my understanding, I always thought the teacup program was bogus because it was like impossible to even get uh, a card. Or if you were getting a card, it was just bunk, you know, like you're, you essentially getting, getting dirt, 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 weed or, or, dirt, you know, dirt,
2: you know what I'm talking about? Like just, yeah. just like bad Trash. Quality. nothing, nothing um, that's going to yeah. do anything for yeah, you. Yeah.
1: Nothing that's going to do anything. I mean, like you might as well just, well, the
2: you know, thing that, thing it was there's two things one uh, there's no such thing as a card in Texas uh, That's one reason why it was slow to start is because number one, it had one only one restrictive condition of uh, intractable epilepsy, and then it was only in a tincture form with with a carrier oil was the only thing they could produce. And the carrier oil you had to take was so much of it that it made you sick. So not mm-hmm. anybody really wanted to bother being on it. Oh, and it well, had to be
0: one to one too. It had to yeah. be literally one yeah, to one THC to CBD. Was, it, was, it, was it was
2: insane, and and of course very little, if any, THC. So if you had something that needed a lot of THC, right, uh, you you had to take like two cups of oil a day to get to what the doctor was telling you you needed to take. That so. Fair that has all gotten much, much better over the last two sessions. And, and of course there's a, I can't even remember. There's over almost 200 neurological conditions that qualify along with a whole lot of other things with PTSD, well, uh, all good. cancer. Uh, so there's quite a few things that, that are out there. I, you could probably name off a few more multiple sclerosis, Jesse, you can think a couple others that are out there on the list. Yeah.
0: It's uh, ALS, um, Multiple sclerosis. Then those technically like Yulu Garrix, that technically falls under right. that technically right. falls under incurable neurodegenerative now, but they specifically wrote those into the, the bills when they put them out. And it's just that the, the bogus thing is we don't have flour. Yeah. And we don't have smokable. Yeah. So and then I would say the flip side, the, the biggest piece of misinformation I continuously hear is You'll hear somebody get online. I have a card. I don't know what you guys are talking. I have a card. I had to produce a card for the police, and the police did this, and I went to court, and it's like no, you didn't. did. If you did, we want to see it. That's your normal card, you know. Like
1: that's that's not your. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, they, probably. They they they, 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 they 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 took the wrong pills out of the wrong bottle, and they've confused our <sighs> library card with the cannabis card.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there, there should definitely be somebody that's doing a little bit more just better marketing on that to to bring awareness to it because, uh, you know, I, I feel like part of – everybody else is like over the stigma already, you know, whether it's whether yeah. it's from a health standpoint, whether it's from a financial standpoint, whether it's from a small business standpoint, whether it's from a you're going to do it anyway standpoint. Um You know, and I feel like a lot of states have just done better in regards to their marketing on why the state should go legal. You know, it's, you know, it's, um, when I was in Mississippi a couple months ago, they're like literally the, the, the residents of the state took the state to the Supreme Court and got cannabis passed. Yeah. Because they tried to do some weird loophole with, um, oh what are they parishes like there was like a non-existent parish that in like all five parishes needed to say yes but like, oh yeah one par- it, was,
0: it was how the vote was done this parish used to exist and then it got merged in with something else right like, like, well you needed five Te- technically when you started this there were five so right, now yeah. you, you need all it's like well five don't exist
1: right five don't exist so they took them to the supreme court and the supreme court said hey the people want marijuana we're going to give the people marijuana and like that's how they got it passed so I've I've, you know but that was like a that was like a community action that wasn't like big business that wasn't like a corporation that was the the city you know the residents of the state taking it there and saying we want it to go legal regardless of what the what the what the current leadership says
2: the thing the Um, thing we have here in Texas not not meaning to interrupt you or anything no feel free the thing the thing we have here in Texas uh, it's not really a thing it's a person and it's the position of lieutenant governor which is the most powerful position in the state of texas basically we can pass a bill with every representative 100 percent voting for on the house and send that bill over to the senate it gets to the senate it goes to dan patrick's desk or whoever the lieutenant governor is goes to his desk he sits there and goes I like that bill. That one's going to this committee. I don't like that bill. That one's going to sit over here until the end of the session and nothing's going to happen with it. And that's what we run into a lot of. Uh, and, and I keep saying exactly what you're saying. My message has been for the last six years now, we need right. to get more and more and more and more people yeah involved and the way we do that is through educating and and like you're saying marketing we have yeah. got to come up with the right marketing plan yeah and
1: the right and the right messaging too because you know you know I think that the it really is it's it's about edu, it's about educating you know and, and I mean there's so many different points to hit on whether you know of course FDA regulations you can't say what it heals and what it cures but um don't do it on your website don't claim yeah. to be a doctor if you're not but you know at the same time it's like there's it's a conversation I have to have on a daily basis. Stop saying it's going to heal this because you're not a doctor. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, but like people are aware, people are aware of the benefits people are aware, you know, and, and I mean, let's just say this is, this is like a, this is like a pro business state. Just from the business standpoint, it's like, why wouldn't you want the money coming into the state? I mean, you're taxing everything else.
0: Our, our state's well, puzzling is even stuff we, we did get past like our hemp, our hemp bill, we had to go to court. Yeah. Several businesses had to go to court to say I, we think what the legislature has done was unconstitutional. Yeah. And even our state Supreme Court was like, well, um, it wasn't tradition for hemp to be in this state. And that's part of our reasoning here. And it's like, what the hell are you talking? It, it it was tradition all the way up until the 1900s. What, what right. you, wait, what? Right. Why does that even matter? The tradition the Laws
1: were written on in the 1900s. Where do you think that paper came from? That was empty. Yeah. That wasn't trees, like. Yeah.
0: And even then, yeah. it's it's one of those things of where, where does our state constitution say we need to follow a tradition? Yeah, like, I don't know where that amendment's at, or to listen our state constitution.
1: I don't know. I f- I feel like once you once you get a company like Tesla moving here. You know, that's, you know, and and we're going all green vehicles and everything else. Like that's, I don't don't think we ever had electric car
0: businesses here in Texas either. That goes against tradition, but when he's, uh, Oh, if you didn't know, this is, (laughs) he's fighting the state of Texas because in the state of Texas Elon Musk is Mm -hmm. because in the state of Texas, you cannot just sell the car straight from the factory to the person. It must go through a a dealership and you can't be the owner of the dealership either so he's literally ship these cars out of state then ship them back in to sell teslas in texas
1: it's insane you know it's insane it's like why can't you just make your own car and sell it you know why can't you grow your own weed and sell it but hey that's a whole other thing um
2: why can't you just grow your own why can't
1: you just grow your own i mean you know i've got every other
2: it's like listen you can
1: have up to you know at least have up to five plants for your own use you know um yeah yeah. I mean, I, I know quite a few veterans that, that benefit from growing their own stuff and, and not having to go and, and pay anybody else. And it gives them a hobby, too. And it gives them something to be passionate about, you know. Um, oh, I don't know. That, that's a whole other bizarre question. If, if, if we're going to talk marketing here, I mean, for, from oh, and we're done with the music. The music's back. <laughs> anyway, anybody here in Texas that wants to talk marketing, feel free to reach out. Um, this is what I talk about all day. So well, we got one
0: more segment. We still get some oh, okay. time to talk yeah. about more marketing. All right, I'll be quiet. All right. I'm going to let the music play. All righty. Well, I'm your host, Jesse Williams. This is the Lone Star Collective Podcast. My co-host this week, Gramps, a.k.a. Chris Gazzoglia. Our guest this week is Max Juhasz of DopeSEO.com. We'll be right back after our sponsor messages.
3: Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas, a full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas, from traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit ThriveTX.com for more information.
2: Welcome back
1: to the Lone Star Collective podcast, the official podcast of Texas Cannabis Collective, distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams and Gramps.
0: Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined by co-host Gramps this week. Our guest is Max Uhas of DopeSEO.com, Cannabis Marketing Solutions.
2: Talking about marketing and messaging, here's here's a thought that I'm having, and I think we should should attack from this point on, even before the session gets underway, uh, with this message, because I'm sure you're aware of or you've heard about these six different battle initiatives across the state of Texas, straight down I-35, mm-hmm. that all passed with flying colors, uh, and to me, uh, that you know Dan Patrick's big big message has been, or his pushback is, well, you know, the people of Texas just aren't there yet. When we ask him questions about legalizing cannabis or full medical programs with smokable products, et cetera. And, and so my question is, or my thought process is that the message we should be driving home is just that of those elections, those ballot initiatives. And, and look here, people, this is, this is by far a majority uh, don't tell us anymore that that the, that the people aren't there because this is proves it. This is yeah. election results.
1: Yeah, and I mean, are you talking about the decriminalization or the yeah? yeah. yeah. It's it's those ordinances. It, I mean, I guess that's the first step, but you know, at the same time, it it's essentially. You know, I, I try to stay out of politics <laughs> as much as I can because it, unfortunately just, we're in the middle. of it. I, I know we have to be, but it, but it's like, uh, you know. I don't even know what to say. It's, it's almost like get in touch with your with the people that that are voting for you, you know, get outside of your, your office, get outside of your, of your desk, get outside of your room and actually go talk to the people and talk to the people that's benefiting and talk to the people that it can benefit from. And at the same time, get on the phone with some of the, with some of the states that have gone legal in the last, not even five years, but the last 12, six months. And, you know, go talk to, go talk to New Mexico. Right next door and see how much see how much revenue cannabis has brought in, how many jobs cannabis has brought in for the economy there.
0: Uh, well, I, I would say that they they have they've 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 got that they've got people. They got plenty of people who are coming into them and telling them and letting them know the benefits and how much money they're making and the type of revenue this is bringing in for the state. And they're all fine with that until one mother shows up in the office because my kid went into a gas station and there was these in f- Delta eight candies on the shelf, and nobody carted them, nobody asked them anything, and they came home with this giant gummy bear stack of Delta eight candies. What are you going to do about it? And all of a sudden, they're like, "Well, that mother represents every mother in Texas. That's another ten million people that don't like this. Can't do this."
1: That's essentially the lady that burned her. You know, there's always going to be one that. That's like the lady that sued McDonald's because the coffee was too hot and she burned herself. She was in the right,
0: though. She was in the right. You know,
1: but at the same time, you know, and this is the thing. It's like when, so let's just put this way: for for most states that are that are going legal, they're implementing the laws and the rules and the regulations on what you can and can't do you know when you're stuck with a and i'm not saying there's there's anything wrong with delta eight or or you know legal hemp d9 or or THCP or or anything else but you know you know the fact is is that like it's still a gray area it's still technically a cbd or or like a hemp derived product versus a you know versus flower versus actual like uh THC. And I think like, once you actually start dealing with real THC, you're going to see the education kick in more. You're going to see the stigma around it, you know, go down more. I mean, they don't ban alcohol because somebody doesn't card a kid at a bar. I can guarantee you that if you go, I mean, you know, or, or a liquor store or anything else, you know, it's going to happen anyway. But the fact is, is that like,
0: well, that's what I try to present that right there is that we go. We, we don't. We don't ban alcohol because some kid was able to get beer right. on a beer run from the Seven Eleven, and they're like, "Well, we have things in place to to punish for and that happens." It's like, okay, so it's instead fine. of knee jerk reaction of take this off the shelf, why don't we put the same mechanisms in place for cannabis? So why aren't we doing that? Just and all of a sudden, every agency's like, cannabis, well, we, need mo- "We need money. We need money to do that." And the legislature goes, oh, "No money for that. No." Hmm. It's it's strange. It's it's. I call it the catch twenty two of the cannabis community. And at the the same time,
2: you you can sit there and argue with them, and Jesse can verify this. You can sit there and tell them, well, but the the revenue that'll come in from this, right, will pay for it. What you're you're saying you need money for, you know? And they don't. It's like talking to a brick wall.
1: Right. But at the same time, they want to add how many billions of dollars to the tax thing this year i mean we, i just voted a couple weeks ago and it was like we need our roads we need the texas we need to add an extra lane to all the highways you know let's turn them into eight lane oh. mega." you know i want to see them from i don't even want to see them from space i want to see them from Jupiter i want to see the roads in texas from jupiter you know
2: question are, are you you're in frisco right yeah are you in happen to be in denton county part of frisco
1: uh i am still in i believe i'm denton county yeah
2: yeah so i know which which referendum you're talking about it was well, like, yeah like 650 million dollars
1: it It's outrageous yeah i wanted just... to
2: add to the to the county road budget road and highway budget i was like yeah, that's a no right
1: <laughs> right for what so you could tear up the highways again and repave again and and do you know it's come on man keep our roads keep our roads safe it's it's I think that money could go so and, many other places to so yeah. many other people. And
0: there's a catch 22 with all of that as well. Like we're all sitting here going, yeah, you know, this, this item's going to pay and have taxes put on it and you get the revenue and you pay for these things with that revenue and it's the catch twenty two is that the cannabis community tends to be in the off season, outside of legislative session, they go, "Won't you just legalize it and tax it so we have all this money?" And when the session rolls around and they start talking about putting taxes on it, they're like, "How dare you tax this? How dare You're going you to tax-, tax us into the black. Don't do that. Don't tax yeah. it."
1: But I mean, there's there's a way to do it. I mean, there's there's a way to do it to where it's fair for everyone. I mean, you, you, there's a tax on on literally everything here. I mean. You know, I mean, that's why tax-free weekend is such a big deal. Oh, how great would that be if they did yeah. legal cannabis and tax-free weekend rolled around? And, oh man, that would-
3: <laughs> cannabis
0: is my school supply, guys. <laughs> oh, but that would be so great! That Imagine be- being an agriculture mm-hmm. student to like AM going cannabis is a, is a, is a product of my learning environment. I need a tax break on it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: I go. mean, so um, you know, I, I just I just feel like there's there's a lot of education. I mean, let's put it this way the If we can get enough people saying, hey, we want this, um, you know, even if I know there's advocate groups, you know, but I don't think they're well funded, you know, in regards to like how they mark if even if they have a budget for marketing, um, other than like we show up when there's a vote and we talk to the lawmakers, but you know, like, there, there has to be some sort of budget to, to, that's why you know, I'm
0: here. that's Chris. To that's why I'm here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, we're, we're, we're okay. definitely working on things, uh, here at the collective, uh, to, to try to further that. Okay. Uh, whether or not we'll be successful or not, you know, we're, we're going to do some things like we're planning on a big opening day thing to where we take you around, uh, take, take people that want to come to the Capitol on opening day because it's the best day to, to come and meet your reps right you might mm-hmm. actually get to meet them and shake their hand you don't talk about business that day you just say hey i'm here this is him. i'm your constituent nice to meet you and then they've seen your face right you signed right. a little book you were there and in the book you can put what you what you support or whatever if you want uh but we're we're, we're talking about putting that together and have people come in maybe provide a breakfast we're talking about coordinating this with some other coalition members as well, some other organizations, uh, and do that on opening day. And then, of course, there's also lobby day that we'll have. Right. Uh, that that we we need to do a real good job of promoting starting, like, January 1. I mean, people aren't really going to listen this month. They got one thing on their mind, and that's Christmas yeah. coming up, you know. But uh, that message is really got to start hammering 1st of January because opening day is the 10th, so. We only got ten days to get that one out there
1: well, I mean that's the messaging has to be there, and the people are going to support because otherwise it's going to be the same old same old and I don't know I just feel like if you' run if you run a small business here you're doing any sort of in the industry you know even if it's cbd and and, and Delta eight and all the other stuff like get active, get proactive because you can you know like if you can help push the bar, you know, along, like, you know, you have to be willing to take the risk. You know, I, yeah. I thought you know, when I moved here, I, I thought that this was a go get them kind of thing. And I feel like there's a lot of like pass passivity around it to where it's like, well, you know, it's we just can't do anything because of the way it is. And it's just like, dude, like, I don't know. I, th- I feel like this, this needs to be an Alamo thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well. Like this last year I've been, when I go to events and I've actually had a chance to speak and people go, what do we need to do? I'm like, right now you need to find a group, an advocacy group that puts out updates. And when they tell you there's an update of it, it's time to show up to the Capitol, like, you up. need to be subscribed. That way you know when to show up. Yeah, I was like, and then when you, we, we get into that phase, be paying attention and we tell you to show up, show up. That way we have the numbers. And the shop owners, I tell them, hey, if you don't want to lose this, you need to start telling your customers about this and right. informing them about it because this is your business. Right. Well, I'm not into politics. It's like, well, then your business will go away if you're going to be silent and complicit with it.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. I almost feel like somebody should pick up some billboards around the I
2: map. Mean, we, we've already seen the bills for, for going, going after all the derivatives the delta eight and, yeah you know, HHC yeah, and,
1: yeah. And, that's, and and that's kind of scary too because once they i mean if, if they start banning that then that's gonna what, what's it what what you're basically talking about is is a um is, is a bootlegger market you know kind of like the, the the 20s you're going back to prohibition because everybody got a taste you know and the, and the fact is it's like it's le- it's, it's kind of like living in a dry city or a dry state or a dry county and you just you do the run and then you come back because you can't buy it anywhere else. Um, if you do that to CBD and, and D8 and D9, it's just it's only going to accentuate
0: that more for, yeah. for what's going to happen for, for the local shop owners. I used to live up in Harker Heights in the early 2000s. And Colleen, which is right against Harker Heights, was a dry city. Right. And Harker Heights was not. And you knew when you entered Harker Heights because the moment you hit that line, it was bar, bar, liquor store, mm-hmm. bar, pawn shop, bar, liquor store, gun store, bar, bar, liquor store, it's like, oh, I wonder why this has happened.
1: Right. And and it's almost like when you drive north or when you drive west, and as soon as you cross that line, cannabis, 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 stop here or close, you know. Yeah. And and it's funny, too, because it's like you can buy it now. And, I, you know, and I guess they've they've decriminalized it enough to where you can even get caught with it now and not get smacked for it. But it's like, I don't know. It's tough. You know, this is. I'm really passionate about this industry. I love this industry. I feel like Texas is Texas really needs to get on the ball with Hell what's yeah. going on here, um, just just for so many reasons. And it and it's just like I mean, if if you just do it from a greed standpoint, just do it. You know, just do it so that small businesses can make money again. You know, and and just and and because because I feel like I feel like cannabis really yeah. is. It's the great equalizer on so many levels. You know, to where it it's it's like you you can have. You know, minority-owned businesses, women-owned businesses, you know, competing with the corporate-owned businesses and making money and being profitable and having a voice, you know, on so many levels. Um, And it's and it's like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want that? I feel like I feel like that's just something. I mean, that's that's a whole other topic right there. But from a from an agricultural, like, hey, we have so much land that we don't build up anymore; we just build out and land is cheap and i mean this is this is still like one of the biggest growth markets in the entire country and it, i just know that if they were to open up i mean if you think about all the land that's available in texas you know you you drive yeah. anywhere you, you drive anywhere you know you drive you drive a couple hours west west of, you know and you just see those gigantic spinning what are those things the wind turbines or whatever
0: the wind turbines
1: can you imagine the, the 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 pot fields that could be the hemp fields that could be grown the industry the hempcrete and everything else that that goes into this that could be that could be like Texas grown Texas you know there's some pride in that where it's, it's like support, support your local farmers support all the other local people but it's like you know for, from it, yeah so yeah and, and oh, it, it, it
0: is, creeps in yeah. <laughs> Saved Save by it? the Bell. Music's <laughs> <He's> back. <laughs> so do you have plug your website. Th- Let's say
1: plug your website. Oh, it's dopeSEO.com. dot uh, Max US here. Hey, oh, that was what I want to talk about too. So um, get reviews. Get um, get get the word out, and actually, and if you can't afford a whole bunch of SEO, get product reviews for, from uh, for for your for your products because that's one of the best ways to do it. And I totally should have messaged that, but we got on something. I am just gonna be quiet. Thanks,
0: guys. Well, that's the best time to put the, the important messages right at the end. That way, everybody has okay. to listen to the whole 40 something minutes to get to the most important part. <laughs> you tell them the important parts in there somewhere, but they, they finally yeah. got to get through all of it.
1: Yeah. No, but seriously, if you guys are going to go do, like, like, I'll help do some marketing for whatever you guys are doing, if, if it's going to the state capital, if you need people to do
0: it. So awesome. Well, we appreciate that. Absolutely. No. We we'll we'll thank you for joining mind, us. For sure. We thank you for joining us this week. It's
1: fun. Thanks
0: for the invite. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined by co-host Gramps this week. Our guest was Max Uhas of DopeSEO.com, Cannabis Marketing Solutions. We hope everybody has a safe week. Everybody stay safe and stay warm, my friends. Adios. Peace. Peace. vote.